That's the audience clap, everyone. It's the Daily Talk Show. It worked. We're live. We're in Shepparton. So this episode, uh, happy 50th episode, Josh. Thank you. This is is big, mate. Who would have thought we would have done 50 episodes? I told a mate the other day, no, actually this morning, said to him, we're going to Shepparton to do the podcast. He's like, what do you mean? It's like, yeah, we're doing episode 50 of the podcast. He's like, you started that the other week. It's true. Well, it, technically, ten weeks ago. It's it's uh it's all math, isn't it? But we uh we've decided to go where our biggest audience is, and that's in uh it's in Shepparton. Well, this is my old stomping ground in terms of where I started out doing radio, and on my Instagram account, I've got you can see the audience of people who follow me. I've got audience in Sydney, Melbourne, and Shepparton. So for, for people who don't know, tell us about Shepparton. Where uh, is it based? Where is Shepparton it located? Is, I used to always say north. It's not north. Is it north? So northern Victoria. Okay. And, yeah, we're just getting confirmation from one of the... Uh, we've got kids in the crowd. Great. They're, they're definitely going to experience our swearing. But So it's northern Victoria. It's a country town. It's almost like a, a, re, a rural fifth biggest city, fifth biggest country city in Australia just got that said to us from the th- third Side person lines. in the crowd perfect so it's very interactive it's, I remember I I got a message from the person who gave me the job at 12am one night it was an email this is when you were working in Shepparton you're no 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 this is before I even came to Shepparton okay. so I got this email from this guy named Dave Cameron who's like was like a big wig up in Southern Cross Stereo yeah also known as Grumpy Dave Grumpy Dave him, from yes. the Hamish and Andy show and so he emailed me. He's like, hey, mate, how would you feel about um, doing regional breakfast radio? And I shat myself. And I was like, yes, definitely. And then I um, moved to Shepparton like two months later, which was two hours from, my, from where I grew up my whole entire life, and met this girl and we started doing this radio show five days a week. And so uh, we decided to celebrate episode 50 would come to here because you spent two years yeah. doing breakfast radio. Yeah, so this is my nostalgia. You constantly bring up nostalgia we'll from be, your childhood. We'll be doing episode 60 at Glen Eagle Secondary <laughs> College. So. so we're definitely not doing any episodes from my high schools because I was a menace. But this is this. is I've got lots of good memories. Shepparton for me is one of the times in my life that I learned so much in a couple of years and had a lot of fun and killed a lot of brain cells with a lot of alcohol. And met some awesome people. We actually have one of those people who we talk about on the show quite a bit. We have our hype man and uh, tour manager, BMAC. BMAC, how are you? Hey, guys. Yeah, good. Thanks for having me. Thank you for having us at this beautiful establishment, which is when it comes to venues in Shepparton, this is one of the places to be, the deck. Yeah, correct. I, I would say that. Yeah? Yeah. This is a, it's basically an unofficial sponsorship of the show. Mate, why call it unofficial? This is as official as it gets. This is huge. It starts now. Can you paint the picture of the deck and where we are right now, Bernie? Um, So pretty much we're located in the middle of the Shepparton CBD, thriving on a Monday afternoon right now. And, uh, yeah, we're on top of uh, Harris Scarf um, pretty much, and we're just, yeah, enjoying the, the views out here on the balcony. Did you drop your guts in? No, that was my phone vibrating, but on these leather couches. <laughs> We're sitting on leather couches. So this right now is like a, a grassed, uh, fake lawn. 
yeah. um, synthetic lawn, synthetic lawn um, and it's got seats and you can eat dinner here, but then it turns into a raging nightclub. We had one night here and I v- woke up vomiting. Yeah, yeah. rough. And it wasn't that? food poisoning. No, it was Jack <laughs> yeah, it was Daniels <laughs> poisoning. I think you think you told Amos it was food poisoning. <laughs> <laughs> it's my wife. Um, um, but we can confirm the food is, is we, we hear it's good, BMAC. Yeah, food it's really good. good food here. It is, yeah. We'll try some out later, for sure. I think we fucked up episode 40, which we did live from Krispy Kreme, because we didn't have a plan. And my program director, who um, is here, is the third person in the crowd. So he was the PD for you when you were in Shepparton? Yeah. Back in 2014? Uh, 2014? 2013? 2013. Into 14, and then I, then I quit. Yeah. Uh, so a PD would sort of tell you what you're doing wrong. Yeah. What was the it, common feedback? Um, I can't remember. Fuck, it all blurs. Was there any feedback? Will, I'm just going to go over to Will because that's what we can do. What, what, was, what, what do you remember of me? What was the feedback you'd give me? I think the big challenge was trying to get what you could do on your social videos through the speakers. Yeah. That was the challenge. And <laughs> that was your preferred platform. It's what you're amazing at and it's what I've tried to um, model in my own work. So that was the, that was just being on the right platform for the right creative brain. That was the challenge. So basically you're saying I was in the wrong, wrong job. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Do you know what? Very similar to your uh, mate Jules Lund. That was the Jules Lund effect. He's, yeah. he, when I was working on that show, it was... He'd built a career on Getaway and doing TV yeah. and then had to translate it to radio. And he would spend so many hours perfecting the video content. Yeah. And Sam Sam Cav, who was producing that show at the time, would always have to remind him, mate, this is you got to care about what's going on through the speakers. Quick story. I, doing everything that I shouldn't have been doing and making online content versus on-air content, I actually created a piece of content that got onto the project and was in... At one point, when you, when you Googled Tommy Jacket into Google and put photos as the filter... I reckon it was maybe the fourth photo was me nude. Was this the washing machine one? With or? my legs and arms in a washing machine. And here's the thing. I was mimicking a guy. I was making fun of a guy. Not really making fun of, but I was uh, was reenacting. A parody. Yeah, I was reenacting a guy who was a local bloke. What was his name, Bernie? His name was Lawrence. Lawrence. <laughs> Lawrence was from a place called Marupna, which is a few Correct. k's out of Shepparton. And... One night, he was hiding from his missus, pretending to be a funny bugger, got into the washing machine and got stuck and had the fucking fire brigade come to the house to free him out. They had to oil him up and he, um, and he slid out <laughs> like a slug. <laughs> I feel, for memory, he had an okay rig. If that was me, it would be the was- most horrendous thing you'd ever seen. <laughs> Just this like... The the oil that would be like, hang on, was that oil we put on, or was that already there? <laughs> <laughs> just sort of, oh, just mind the bed sores, you know. And we got him on the show, and then I pretended to make a video, and uh, I made a video pretending to do that, and then the project used the fucking footage, and he's my, my naked body on there. But anyway, back to what I was saying, we fucked up episode forty with no structure, so I want a, a little bit of structure. For, um, Will will be proud. My PD will be proud right now. So we've got a tray of drinks in front of us that are like fully funky looking beverages. There's like two, four, six, eight, 
Um, nine. What, what colours are they, Josh? Well, they they start off at sort of the the asthma inducing blue, <laughs> and they go to a sort of a strawberry red. Uh, the one at the back looks like I don't even know how to say, like a purpley colour. There's something with a lot of mint in it. There's one that yeah. looks like a bit hoppy. Is that what they say? Hoppy. It's like yeah. beer type thing. The thing is, TJ, uh, I don't drink. You don't drink. And so here's the thing. I, I don't expect you to drink, like, actually drink them. Okay, sure. We've, we've had them comped from our hype man. He's done well. But what I want you to do you, at some point throughout the show, I'm going to just hand you... We can do little sippy sips. Yeah, we're going to do um, taste tests. And so you have a taste, and I want you to say the first word that comes to your mind. Can we, can we mix it up where I have to close my eyes and tell you what colour I think it is? Just to... Yeah, yeah, there we yeah, go. We've had the, some audience audience is loving it. Yeah. the audience is yeah. loving it. We've got it. the filter of a 12. 12? <laughs> How old are you? No, 10? 8. 8. eight. Uh, Fuck, he looks older than eight. Gained four years. Uh, He's got a beard. Can we see kids <laughs> looking older nowadays? Let's start with one. I'm going to close my okay. eyes. Okay. Um, Given the audience loves it so much, you know I... The, the problem yeah, is... Yes, yes. Close those eyes. Okay. The yeah. eight-year-old's laughing. I'm going to smell it first. Smell it. Don't tell us anything. Have a sip, and it's, now s- it's it smells like medicine. <laughs> <laughs> First word. It's purple. Yes, oh, yes! <laughs> that was great. This is going great, mate. This what, is so. What's what's the flavour taste like? It's purple. It's a purple flavour. Is that an actual description? I don't it's know. Purple flavour. Is that a I don't know, but it sort of makes you think about like colours and growing up and like how you Interpret actually that got stuff. that. Yeah, yeah, purple flavour. I used to say, you remember Denka rub that you'd rub on your body after sport? Never did it, <laughs> <laughs> but you'd rub anyway. I used to say there was a chewing gum. I used to say it tastes like the smell oh, of Denka rub. I know exactly yep. what you mean. It's like deep heat. It's exactly what Denker Rub is. Yeah. Deep, they're probably another brand. Yeah, I think my I, I w- my footy team was sponsored by DP. So. <laughs> okay, so that's what we're doing, a taste test um, throughout the show. And then I also want to do like, so what are the, what's 10 things we've learned from oh, podcasting? Yeah. Did you want to do that? I said that I was going to write a list of things that I'd learned, but I haven't really thought about it. But I do like, any, you know I enjoy any of the sort of retrospectives. Yeah. Which will be enjoyable. So we'll we'll do that. But any other stories from Shepparton that you want to hear? Yeah, I want to know what you were triggered. What triggered you when you came in? What were those moments where you you would look at it and say, "Oh, that McDonald's! I vomited in that toilet." So when I was I was living up here, most of my friends were back in Melbourne, and I met Amy. So what fucked me? It was kind of a good thing when I moved up here. Was a was I think February or March? Yeah, twenty thirteen. And in August of 2013, I met Amy. And so I'm living in Shepparton. You met Amy in Bali. In Bali. In sort of a, uh, I would say a bogan holiday, but it was actually a beautiful wedding. Yes. So My brother's wedding, one of the last nights we were going out, I met Amy at a bar. And, um, Messy night or? Jules no. Lund ripped off my underwear, like fully tore my undies off because I didn't have, I didn't have bathers. So I went in, everyone was calling me Vlad. The Rus- the, I don't know why. You know how like Russian guys wear like little oh, okay, sh- sure. little shorts in spas? Yeah, were, everyone was calling me Vlad. Okay. And Jules ripped off my undies, so I was completely fucking nude sitting next to Amy. <laughs> anyway. And what did Amy think? She clearly liked it. 
Well, I, I didn't know that she was a, a good little Christian girl at that point. Um, when you say liked it, she didn't. She didn't she touch didn't move. me. <laughs> she, yeah, she was a bit. She was very. Um, it was interesting. What do you mean? I, was, I, I don't know what she was thinking because I didn't have any context of who she was. So but what, yeah. So why were you naked next to someone you didn't know? Because I had no underwear and and. Um, Jules Lund and tore how did you end off. up? How did you end up sitting next to her though? What was your uh, we, relationship? We were friends, and then we we met. Oh, so you'd met the night before or something? We no, we met that night. Okay. Jules, so see, so you're as guy, bad as I am. You say okay, that I say everyone's my friend, and you've met someone, and you're calling them your friend. Well, she was a friend of the night. Okay, friend of the night. <laughs> wow, sounds really bad. Tommy's memoir, friend of the night. <laughs> anyway, w- um, so I met Amy. And Matt doing a fucking great job of hype man though. <laughs> Our own cackling Jack. This is great. And so I, um, yes, yeah, so I met Amy and we, and we end, ended up just chatting heaps. And she was living in Sydney, so I'm living in Shepparton, which is a two-hour drive from Melbourne, and then a one-hour plane trip to Sydney. So it, to put it in perspective, I used to go and pick her up from Melbourne Airport and bring her back to Shepparton. I would leave. Before Amy even went to the airport. Wow. That's love, isn't it? From both sides. And so we met and then I'm living in Shepparton in a long distance relationship. Uh, so the so the long distance. Well, well first, first oh, of so, all, so we, the triggers, you're triggered. Triggers. We're dr- driving here. The drive, there's a few things along the way. Uh-huh. Um, the rooster on the hill. So that was just two trees together, which is somehow been described as something other than being two trees. It has a Facebook page. So give yep. us a run through, BMAC. Yeah, it's, um, everyone knows about the rooster on the rooster on the hill, yeah, the rooster do. tree. Yeah, it's, they do. Uh, there's a Facebook page. It's called the Rooster... I think it's called the Rooster Tree Appreciation Society. Yeah. And so, BMAC, was it something that when you were growing up that you saw? Or is this some sort of social media thing that's just come about? No, I think it was something yeah growing up for sure and you'd know if you'd get to that point where you were or how far you had to go as well could you imagine you would never ever 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 do this but could you imagine the effect would you hang on so we're just getting um what's it what's his name liam liam liam's just asking if we want to eat do we do we want to eat I'm this, ha- is, this is rockstar yeah i'm happy to I'm yeah, a- yeah, yeah thank you yeah yeah yeah, yeah we yeah, oh, amazing. Thank you. Yes, for the there we of go. The week. Um, uh, one each, not two each. <laughs> <laughs> the um, thank you, no, man. <laughs> so, could you imagine what would happen? Do you think if someone was to vandalize the tree? So, just if someone knocked the tree down. Yeah, well, nah. I th- people would actually know about it. I think it would be definitely like on the news. But I think there was a scary point during the Victorian bushfires. After it all settled everyone was like asking about the tree uh, and then yeah. it was kind of cool when you did drive back and it survived that's sick so the rooster always su- survives well you've called yourself a bit of a rooster <laughs> <laughs> no you are the, that's you not are, a rooster noise. if there was a second she- shepherdon rooster it would be you <laughs> is it is it in shepherdon or no 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 it's where where would that be tootgaroot no um Far out. It's about past five k's out of Wallen, so yeah. I'm not sure what that is. So I always had this idea of doing a video about the rooster on the hill, and where I would like do a mission, put my camo gear on, 
and and go up the hills to the tree and put like um, fairy lights in it. Oh, that would be so sick. that people wow. actually see the rooster on the hill. Has anyone ever decorated it? Have we seen any decorations? Never seen it, but there was a competition uh, like around here with a local clothing store, and they said get creative with something in our clothing items, and the winner will receive like a hundred dollar gift voucher. Yeah. And one guy was wearing one of the shirts and um, from a store here. What it had rooster on, a rooster on it? Nah, he just like had one of the no, shirts. You completely from- made that. <laughs> So it's pretty much like he wanted to advertise his business. Yes. So he said, if you wear um, something from my clothes store and put it in a photo, the most creative photo wins. Yeah. So he stopped on the way home from Melbourne one day and took a pretty good photo in front of the rooster tree. Yeah. And he won. He won the competition. (laughs) I love that it shows you how important the rooster is when a pretty good photo (laughs) will be enough. Yeah. It doesn't even have to... It was was pretty good. It was a blurry selfie, (laughs) which he said... Had the the tree rooster and the tree rooster. What are we calling it? Rooster the rooster tree. tree. Rooster, rooster tree. tree. So that's one of the triggers. You know, you're almost halfway when you're driving from Melbourne to Shepparton when you see the rooster on the hill. Okay, talking about roosters for a second and KFC. So BMAC was giving me oh, a bit yeah. of insight into this KFC, which is apparently pretty spectacular. We saw, we saw it from the outside. Can you tell us who owns it and why is he a big deal? Um, so it pretty much started back in the day. I couldn't actually give you the year, but he came over here as like, um... This PC guy. Yeah, Peter Cobblers. Yeah. And, uh, he came over here, started working on the orchards and eventually saved up to open up a place called Ollie's Trolleys at the time. And then these guys from America came over and said, we want to start this thing called KFC over here, but we want to do... We want to do it where you are. So this is where Ollie's Trolleys, where you saw the KFC is was Ollie's located. Trolleys literally like trolleys for it, it was shops? It was pretty much a chicken shop. Like it was a food oh, shop as well. Okay, so that's why they, trolleys. yeah. Sorry, so like, it's like a charcoal that. chicken type of thing. Or was kind it fried of. chicken? It was, it was fried, yeah. Okay. It was like, yeah, it was chicken. Like, was he like before his time? This is before his time. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, he said no, 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 for a long time what to a KFC. Baller. Yeah. It's like I'm gonna do my own it's thing. This bullshit yeah. three-letter business. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Three letter. And they won't Who's even that give fucking Colonel <laughs> bloke. And they won't even give us the fucking recipe. It's like I'm calling bullshit on this. 100%. This guy's there. Yeah, go on, go on. Tell us more. No, no, all good. So uh, um, we could have continued that for about five more minutes. <laughs> Eventually, he took a flight and he went overseas. And uh, yeah, he saw that this KFC thing was legit. Yeah. And Tried their potato and gravy and said, this mm, thing is... That's it. And he obviously was a very smart businessman, so he actually didn't want to lose his actual ownership of the brand. So he offered a deal to KFC where he would um, buy it outright, almost like starting a franchise sort of thing, um, but not have to pay KFC itself only for their recipes and things like that. So he was like the outright owner of the store. Mm. And uh, that's how he built up yeah, so pretty much all then, his KFCs. Does he own the franchise in Australia or how does KFC work? Well, pretty much you can apply like for a KFC. It's very, like, yeah. very, very hard to get. Yeah. It's almost like... It's I wonder how rich it would have to be to say, you know what, I want to have a KFC in my house. That yeah. would be pretty sick, wouldn't how, it? How um, many does he own now? 
Well, I don't know what the number is right now. What do you mean you don't know how many? Well, how, well, how can you know the number? Well, to put it in perspective, he owns a jet. He is does. That, yeah, he's got a jet, and we drove into Shepparton, and there's a hangar, and he built the hangar because his jet wouldn't fit in it, and so he built a new one so he could fit his jet in it. Yeah, correct. And so he he so was the first KFC then around here in Australia or well no? I'm not sure if it was the first one in Australia I'm treating you like you're some sort of KFC yeah expert. some guru no Do you, but hang on does Will Will my PD doesn't know yeah. doesn't know any details Shepparton's kind of small then, so <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about um, this in the air check after our one our one researcher <laughs> an audience member doesn't know where the first nah it's, very, it's like it's super small so um, a lot of like we know a lot of the family and that's how the story's been, I guess, passed down. It's awesome. It's but, a good story. Yeah. So basically, um, up until a few years ago and stuff, I'm not sure what it's like now, but every KFC from Shepparton to the start of the Nepean Highway um, was owned The Bible by Belt of KFCs. Yeah. yeah. It's got that vibe. I'm trying to remember. Huge. There was, I think it was in Albury where I had my worst KFC experience ever, but I can't remember the exact. So let's scratch What Albury. quantifies a worst KFC experience? I just remember being, my brother was playing basketball yeah. as part of, I think it was like Big V, I think it was called. Oh, and yeah, it was sort yeah. of like touring. And I just remember my dad saying that it was the worst KFC he'd ever been to. Actually, thinking about it, my childhood was a lot of listening to my dad rage about, about KFC. I remember the Endeavour Hills KFC wouldn't serve bacon uh, because the owners were Muslim. And obviously this was going back, what, like 15 years. And it was just like, it was a massive topic. Yeah, can you believe, can you believe that these Muslims have come here? <laughs> That's literally what it was like. It was crazy. Far so, out. And so like people would go to the KFC and speci- specifically say, can I have a Zinger burger with bacon? And then lose their mind. Far out. Isn't that crazy? All right, drink time. All right. Drink time. Here we go. Closing right, my we're eyes. We're going to bring another one over. If you, if Definitely you just have to tuned close in the somehow, um, you've skipped forward in this podcast. Uh, we're going to hand Josh a drink. We've got a bunch of drinks you here. You don't need to reset no, it. No, I don't want you to. I don't want you to say the colour. I don't give a shit about the colour anymore. The kids were loving that. Well, that was the best bit. Let's just do. Can we get a cheer for the colour? No, we, yeah, we got okay, nothing. Okay. We're just going to do. Have they gone? Are they yeah. stay still the fla- here? We're just going to do the flavour. Okay. I'm handing you over one. You can't smell it. You just need to drink it, have a little sip, and then tell me the flavour or like what you think. It's up to his lips. They look like a pursed little asshole. <laughs> he's, just, <laughs> he's just laughed. <laughs> it tastes like before I even taste no, 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 no. it. It's got cinnamon vibe. Okay. Well, go. Drink, drink, drink. <laughs> <laughs> He's definitely not driving home back to Melbourne tonight. What is that one? What's the word that comes to mind? Methylated spirits. <laughs> what is going on there? <laughs> this is all responsible serving of alcohol this here. Is, at the is, no, yeah. they're very small. We've got to test it out. Have we got yeah. the burgers in too, by the way? That was definitely, um, that was it? Fireball. Fireball, is oh, that yeah. what it is? Amazing. Here we have, Thank this you. is Jordan. Thank you, Jordan. Thanks, Jordan. Good, Thanks, how bro. are you? Oh, mate, look at Man, these burgers. Man, that fireball, that really, that's not chilli. What is that? It's cinnamon. It's, you got it. Cinnamon got, whiskey. Man, um, can I have a chip just to help my throat? <laughs> what? Why do people... <laughs> and and let's, be, let's be clear, he drank about one mil. 
He did. This is what Leon Shergren gets. You know how they play that song? Fireball. That's that drink. Uh-oh. And now Josh is eating chips to... <laughs> Which one was it? It was... Um, where is it? Oh, oh, Bernie dear. sculled it. Yeah. I'm usually... I'm ref- what, what, what do we want to call you? B-Mac? Bernie? Shades? You've got three names. Yeah. Which one is it? Well, it really depends on... Um, Hang on. PD's going. He's obviously... That means he's sick of it. No, no, his yeah, kids are hungry. hungry. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, mate. Good Thank to see you. you. Yes. Yep. Thanks, bro. Our audience has... <laughs> Somewhat uh, reduced. So, what do you want? What, what should we call you? Well, it really depends on when you met me. That okay, oh, okay. so you've gone through a few iterations. I'm yeah. Yeah. BMAC. Yeah, BMAC. That's pretty OG. Mm. Um, Josh met me at Shades. Yeah, but I still call you BMAC. But I'm, yeah, I'm an OG. Yeah, OG. So Bernie, let's just keep Bernie it McCarthy. At that's then. your yeah. That's your real name. <clears throat> What's your driver's license number? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so just quit that. Fireball is horrendous. <laughs> it's good. I'm going to have the rest of it. Shout out to Fireball. I don't know, like, yeah. Anyway, so um, yeah. So the triggers driving, I, it like brings me back those memories of being tired and coming back from the airport and um, heading over, heading back to work, heading back to Shepparton, meaning I had to fucking go to work at 4 a.m. the next day, and I wasn't getting home till 8:30 p.m. and and so I have these feelings when I come into town. But seriously, this place, like, it, it's defining moments in your life. And Shepparton, for me, is like that. the two years that I came from having my own personal training studio and in, in a career that I wasn't passionate about. I liked it, and it was bearable, and, it gave, and I had lots of spare time to be able to do something and chase another dream. And then I got the radio gig, and it shifted me out of my life into this new space of being creative every day five days a week communicating every single day telling stories and moving here so I, I, like I have such fond memories and BMAC one of my best mates he got an w- invite to my wedding Josh didn't hurtful to be yeah. clear we, we hadn't sort of really started the bromance yeah. until afterwards I'm sure that you said to me we became it was one of those classic cases where you become friends during uh, the engagement and yeah. I remember you specifically I don't know if this was just to make me feel better but you said that you would have preferred for me to come versus some other people yeah. which was nice of you I reckon there was a few people there I remember listening to the podcast and yeah I remember <laughs> hearing that mm. that story and it wasn't you by, to be clear <laughs> it was not you I appreciated you there you brought I felt good like I, um, yeah I felt like I really made that wedding I knocked it out of the park <laughs> As in you, you, you're lucky you made it there, or <laughs> the sirens? Are, the sirens. Nah, are going I had a great time at um, that wedding. It was like probably one of the best I've ever been to. Yeah. So I think that's Shepparton in a nutshell. It's, I partied hard in the first bit when I got here. With who? Oh, Just like my crew. mate, my mate Kel, who's one okay, of my yeah, groomsmen sure. at my wedding, actually. So I've met like some of my best friends have come from Shepparton and Kel and I lived together. He was on the radio, other radio station up here in Shepparton. And, um, and so we lived together and partied and drank beers at the pub most afternoons, played frisbee. We, be- we became addicted to frisbee, which is really now like my business. Sport. <laughs> my business no, is that full time frisbee. Frisbee. No, frisbee I Co. like the idea that people took out of that, that you were a full time frisbee player. Uh, so as we are looking back and talking about turning points, what do you remember of the beginning of the Daily Talk Show? How did it come about? What's your first memories of it? 
I remember you. St- we have a lot of ideas. We're constantly throwing out idea concepts. It's true. And we don't go with all of them. I think we've got like we we do so many that we just pick the best ones. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, we set a podcast. And you'd done one before. Yeah. Only did ten episodes. It's true. It was, it was a, a guest style one. So okay, I I've got it. Of- I knew. I know what it was. I loved it that you were sold on the idea. Mm-hmm. So you like because of your excitement, and I, and I see you as being this person who has. You're. You've almost got. Shades had, but we didn't fucking get it. Which one are B-Mac, you? B-Mac? Just on B-Mac. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We'll B-Mac has an ability, and I've talked about it on the podcast. He knows where things are going with music and artists that are coming up. He's got an eye for it. Mm-hmm. And I think you're the you. That's you for technology uh-huh. and um, content platforms. And you were like, fuck, man, I seriously reckon there's a, a place for a, 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 a podcast. It was a format, right? It was yeah. like there were so many. Uh, there's so many podcasts that are just guests on, or there's they might do weekly, or they might do monthly. But there's there's radio shows that are doing daily, and I think that there's an opportunity for this for people who want that daily touch point or that daily opportunity to be part of a conversation. And so I think that that was part of the other thing was that we would be speaking on the phone and catching up at least a couple of hours a day. So it doesn't hurt just to be like, well, why don't we just sort of record this shit and work it out? To be clear, we're not both working full-time jobs for some company and doing that. We have mm-hmm. businesses that are It's the our same. only social time that we have, really, isn't <laughs> it? No, literally, it's like uh, when you are doing your own thing, you need to surround yourself with like-minded people mm. and people who are going through the str- same struggles, dealing with clients, dealing with quoting, dealing with invoicing, mm. dealing with working out where to take the business, what's the roadmap, what's, what's the next five years look like, should I do this, should I do that, mm. should I say yes, should I say no? And so, you know, I think we've co- we covered that on the, mm. the Daily Talk Show as well. Mate, it's got all the elements that I love. Fun, mm-hmm. like it's, we're, we're being young, it's like coming up here, there's no fucking. There's no one here to see us. There's no return on investment. No, there's no clear return on investment. Yeah, you could analyze and come up with a return happiness. on happiness. But yeah, happiness. So many things. Yeah, I wouldn't have met B Mac if we hadn't have exactly. started the podcast. You wouldn't know about um, uh, Illy, what's his name? Lily, Illy, <laughs> Illy, I L L Y, Illy. Yeah, thank you. He yeah. needed that plug. He's yeah. Illy needs it. Yeah, he's, Can on, you, uh, so, he's on Spotify. He's one of the he's other a, things I love he's about. He's got MySpace. The other thing I love about Shepard, and when I when B Mac and I became mates, we'd get together and fucking get get a few beers and we'd just. Why do listen. you sound so sleazy when you say? Oh, woof, woof, Was I? Woof woof. <laughs> we'd get a few beers and would um, just like Google different artists, and he would be showing me new artists that are coming up. Yeah. And he, what would he you Google? T- <laughs> just, I don't know, just all, any like yeah. brand like music artists. You're not uh-huh. into that shit. But no, I like music. Yeah, not like him though. He's yeah. like a music yeah, nerd. No, yeah, no, and no, so no, it's no, like, no. and I'm that's why I was no. like intrigued by B Mac, and he would tell me stories about him coming up. Tell us the one about me. So Illy in Australia, if you don't if you don't know who that is, he's a Rapper. Aria award winning fucking breakthrough Australian <clears throat> hip hop artist that tours yeah. the world now. Yeah, and he's got a record label in Australia, and he's a big dog in the industry. Yeah, and tell us like fourth, fourth. tell us about. You and him, the early days, that story about how you guys sort of came up. Yeah. Um, with, at the record label. So you 
So tell us about, first of all, you calling up fr- like fr- those guys, Hilltop Hoods or Bliss and SO, getting into their record label. Yeah, Who was that? Yeah, and then so you what happened met- was... Um, I used to play a lot of tennis and obviously... <laughs> We're all good rap story stars. <laughs> We're all great rap <laughs> story stars. It started <laughs> on the tennis and I said to Illy, have you thought about, have you thought about rapping? No, go on. So okay, I'm going to okay. take it a beer. Hang on. So, so um, guys Perfect. Yeah. No, I used to just reward myself with a CD every week. Um, so if I played well. So I ended up getting into hip-hop. I really loved hip-hop, but I never knew what Australian hip-hop was. You got three CDs from the whole year, was it? <laughs> Mate, I killed it every week. Every summer, like, probably had, like, 12 by the end. Right. That's, like, every weekend, right? Yeah. Um, so anyway, I bought this one CD. I had a choice out of this guy called Phrase or Eminem. And I always knew I was going to get this Eminem CD eventually. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to get this Phrase CD. Mm-hmm. Then I heard him. He was from Melbourne. What year was this? This is like 2005, I'm going to say. Okay, oh, yeah. wait, 2000 and... Yeah. Yeah, 2005, 2006. Yeah. And so that happened. I got another CD straight away. Killed it on the tennis court. Perfect. And it ended up being Bliss and Esso. And then actually, Liam's sister, Liam, who is serving us right now, is my cousin, Um it was her 16th birthday, and I was going to La Porchetta, just Fuck, down the street. All, mate, this has 16, every element this, of a good rap story. Mate, this is amazing. La Porchetta. Like, hold La your Porchetta horses. La Porchetta does the best. Is it Calzone? Calzone? Calzone's? Calzone's fucking yeah. great. They're, it's like a pizza, right? And it's like... Yeah. But it's got a top on it. It's like a dough. Yeah, it's a dough. It's like a bread with inner... Yeah, anyway. <laughs> so I really um, want to eat the burger really soon, by the way, so we've got to finish this up. Yeah. <laughs> so pretty much uh, what happened was I was supposed to go to this birthday party on a Wednesday night, and then it said, Phrase and Bliss and SO live here tonight. And I said, no fucking way. So I stood out the front of Yahoo Bar, waited for like Yahoo two Bar hours. in Shepparton? In Shepparton, yep. And there was like no one going into this venue, and I was like, I have to meet these guys. So I waited the whole time. Ended up meeting them by this. These guys just opened for Ed Sheeran. Like, that's how big they are. Nowadays, yeah. Yeah. But at the time, they were touring around with, like, Gadinsky's son, um, who was managing them. And they were literally, like, they had no money for their hotel room. They were living in their car. It's the daily talk show. Mate, you are. Things happen in cycles, and it's Bliss and SO, and today it's the daily talk show. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, eventually like I just waited out the front and then I got offered an internship and I did that in Melbourne. I didn't have to like go through uni or anything to get that because they thought I was ahead. Like I was helping them with music and MySpace and Facebook in the very early days. And yeah, I just now I'm, yeah. Now you working. work with Illy. And so Illy yeah. was a- alongside you. So Illy yeah. was a nobody. Yeah, back pretty then. much. Tell us about Ouch. that quickly. Yes. <laughs> so very quickly, I guess... Um, me and Illy became friends because he was being mentored by Fraze and Daniel Merriweather and I was working alongside those guys. Oh, this is going to be a dumb question, but isn't Merriweather the boxer? That's no. <laughs> Mayweather. Mayweather. And yeah. what did you say? Merriweather. Daniel Merriweather. Very similar. Very similar. You must get that a lot. <laughs> Go on. Yeah, so he, um, 
I just remember specifically one moment. Al was on a smaller label at the time, and we his name is Al. Yeah, and we we're at the snow, and he's like, "I really want this." Like, Fraze was playing a really big MTV gig, and I was just like, "Bro, like, you're gonna have this." And I guess like last year, he was the number one highest selling Australian single in Australia and album. 73 sold out shows around the country crazy and yeah. what did he do what was the if you were to pinpoint it so technically we don't have Illy here but let's pretend you're Illy so we, this is huge to have Illy on the show yeah aren't amazing <laughs> welcome Illy so Illy what was it <laughs> <laughs> I know how awkward this is like can you just stop calling me Illy because it's making me uncomfortable no what was the uh, what do you think was the the thing that Illy had that other people don't have that don't make it just hard work and just willingness to do anything. What does hard work look like? In the music industry? Yeah. I think it's like playing shows for nothing, mm-hmm. um, going to regional towns, meeting the people, building yourself up. Um, a lot of musicians these days would never step foot in Shepparton. And mm-hmm. Illy's first sold out show was actually in Shepparton. And ours as well. Our first, yeah. Our yeah. First. We had no Congratulations, seats available, guys. so it was sold out. From it had three but, seats. But this is where it all starts. Yeah, this like is it. this is the hustle. This is the drive. Fucking this is the grind. This is what you have to do. This I is the grind. We had a hype man yeah. for a reason. Yeah, boy. This is the grind, guy. That's going to be the episode. This is the grind. This is the grind. This, this is, grind. is the grind. Yeah, Shit, man. And you got to do it. Like you've got to do it. Yeah. Fucking oath. It's Love a it. daily talk show, everyone. Well, hang on. We haven't done our 10 things. Let's just do 10 do really I, quick should I things sip one about. one more drink or no? Oh, yes, yes. Fucking love this. All right. All right. Um, mate, we're going to do two in a row. Um, is any going to be as bad as Fireball? <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> there, actually, there's not. There's not. Seriously? All right, there won't here we be. go. Another drink. <laughs> Straight away, what is it? What's the word that comes to mind? He's sipping. Lemon. Lemon. Weird because it's blue. That was a blue one. Let me just sip it. It's going to give me asthma. <laughs> oh, my God. It tastes like you were at the pools as a kid and you've uh, yeah. just got a bit of money off mum. I thought you were going to say you uh, <laughs> you took a golf in the pool. <laughs> uh, which one? That was what do you reckon? Uh, uh, well, he's supposed to guess. Okay, okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Fuck, say I told you. People love when I guess. All right, hang on. B-Max pointed and to I really want the burgers so when they finish. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. We're going to do... Th- All right, hang on. Here we go. He's sipping it. Yeah, it's like um, don't know. Yeah, orange. Yeah, orange. <laughs> orange. Right, so what we so my favorite one. My favorite was probably fireball. Nah, the fireball can go fuck itself. <laughs> I think the the blue one was quite good. The lemony one, <laughs> and maybe the very first one, like the mint. The your the shades, summer shades. Yep, yeah, summer of shades. Sh- summer of shades. That was brilliant. before. Um, B Mac actually has a drink here named after him. Okay. Which is great. Right, All right, quickly. 10 things to wrap up the right, podcast okay. that we've learned from making a podcast. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Um, maybe not 10. I'm just going to say things. 10 things sounds good. Just say one ten. and then I go. Okay. Um, don't don't let your filter get in the way of doing. Okay. Um, oh, this is going to be really slow. Let's do com- 10 for okay, the tour. Coming out, like podcasting and doing as many as you can the rapid growth in communication, not only just learning about yourself, but like how you're communicating to somebody else and how their communication style differs from yours is huge. You learn so quickly. Elaborate. That was interesting. So how I 
I feel like I fumble around with a lot of what I say. I feel like I, I've got other elements that make my communication um, okay and bearable. But I listen to how you talk, and you're a bit more articulate than me. You know a few more words than me. You have maybe more thought out sentences coming out of your head. Like I might just talk and not think what I'm saying, right? But I think that adds to it, right? So I embrace, you almost learn your communication style and then embrace that. I feel like I have. I feel like I've been analytical on me and going, oh, I kind of, but I kind of have energy coming with it as well. I think the funny thing is we both don't feel like we're in necessarily control of what we're saying. Like Mm -hmm. I don't feel like even though you might say those things, which is really nice, I don't necessarily think that it's, the problem is that, that what I'm saying isn't always what needs to be said. Mm-hmm. So you don't always need a long, drawn-out answer that uses a metaphor, but for whatever fucking mm-hmm. reason, you could say anything and it goes there. Yeah. All right, what's um, one for you? Uh, no, I think it's, um, uh, you know, the the joy of doing it with someone else, collaborating mm-hmm. with someone else. Um We've got a bit of Shania Twain going on in the background. Is that who's singing? It's reminiscing um, Shania. But uh, yeah, no, I think um, the collaborating and also just being reminded of the um, how much podcasting can connect with people and mm. how we can have people all around the world listening and they send us emails at hi at the daily talk show dot com. Good plug. Or the PO box, PO box four hundred Abbotsford, Victoria. Good plug. Three zero six seven for the postcode. Put that in. Uh, yeah, no, so I think that I'm, I've just really enjoyed the connection mm. with people. I feel like I've connected with heaps of people. The, it, it almost tests a friendship um, or it makes it stronger rapidly, like learning about somebody. Like if you've been listening to this podcast for 50 episodes, you would, you would know Josh and I pretty well. Yeah. We're, we're pretty honest in this mm-hmm. and I don't feel Very like I'm honest. hiding anything. No. Um, a few things that came to mind that I was hiding but <laughs> won't bring those up they just don't need a surface ever into any, any anyone's ears but yeah you do you um, <clears throat> I nearly just choked you, <laughs> you learn about someone and you learn about the friendship pretty quickly yeah absolutely well uh, let's finish it there because I really want to eat the burger yeah we've got two burgers sitting in front uh, of us it's the daily talk show everyone it's been episode 50 if you've been listening Toot toot. If you've been, people are listening live right now in their cars. If you're listening and you've ever sent us an email or if you've given us a review or just press the download button and listen to us, Mm. thanks so much because um, it's nice to know that that we can connect with you and that you're allowing us to because it's something, it's a two-way relationship Mm. and you have to press the button and want it to listen. Yeah, we're in your ears. It's pretty intimate. Um, Thank you, BMAC. Thanks, BMAC, for organising the uh, the Shepparton tour, and we're very excited to announce a whole regional tour later <laughs> in the year. It's coming. It's coming. Stay tuned. And uh, BMAC, where can people find you online? Where, where where can they keep up to date with your musings and all the shit that you do? Yeah, so they can find me at at behind the shades with two e's with the behind on the okay. Yeah, so behind, behind the, shades. the shades. Okay, like. great. These people are getting real creative with their usernames now, aren't they? Uh, that's it. Bye, everyone. See you Thanks tomorrow. for listening. It's today's talk show. <laughs> yeah, boy. <laughs>